0: Yes, sir. Welcome back to another sick podcast, sick podcast, Anvil show. It is finally time. This week starts the NFL season. I cannot be more excited. My boys are excited. We're going to talk about keys to victory in the Jags uh, game and just our thoughts on how we think all that'll play out. But before all that, Sammy, play me in.
1: Turn up your body, your body. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. The sick podcast. And Bill show. Intercepted! Marlon Jackson! marlon got it! We're going to the Super Bowl! We're going to the Super Bowl! Marlon Jackson with the interception! He picked off Tom Brady! The Sickest Indianapolis Colts Podcast. It's gonna be
0: sick. Going to be sick. Let's go ahead and hit the hammer to start this thing. Because that's the opening bell of the season. So, fellas, come on in. Boy, I cannot wait to hear that in person. Oh, my goodness. Football is back. Whoa, is it back? And we got the Jags up first, boys. I was going to so say, there, if y'all haven't heard, we have a home game this week, boys. We do have a home game. Oh, my goodness. And before we start promoting tailgates and all that other stuff, let us remind you, please like, follow, subscribe, share all those great things on all of our socials. That's Twitter. That's Facebook. That's Instagram. You know what it is. Sick podcast. Anvil show. Go out there. Do your due diligence. Get the numbers up
1: now. And if you don't subscribe to this YouTube channel, it means you're a Patriots fan. Think about Uh, it. Think about it. And there it went.
0: (laughs) Already out the gate. He can't wait. Can't wait to get his first official Omaha of week one. It sounds amazing to say week one because it's been a long offseason and we're not going over any of that anymore. We've done that all offseason. So let's talk about the football game that we played Sunday in Lucas Oil Stadium. And it is the defending champs of our division the Jacksonville Jaguars who oh by the way lost the last time they were in Lucas Oil Stadium so let's talk about how the hell do we get them to lose again Acosta you're smoking you're feeling good you're cherry red you got bedhead, head and all other things how do we get it, it win bro I need, a, I need a haircut bro <laughs> you do you do you do I do. I can fix you up.
1: <laughs> I can fix you up real nice.
0: Yeah, Patrick oh, hasn't man. had a real haircut since ninety, maybe. But anyway, Cost. How do we get this done?
2: I think it all is gonna come down really, you know, score early, score fast, you know, get the deep you know, let the defense get their breath when they can. Uh the defense is really gonna be, I think, our showstopper for this game. Um, you know, that high pirate offense under Doug Peterson, a lot of course with Trevor Lawrence. Um, I think, you know, really there's some heavy pressure on on TL and um, you know, just go out there and just ball out, man. Ball out like we know what we can do our defense is solid. Um, you know, we got some young cornerbacks, but I think they'll get their butterflies out early. Um, but I mean, I think it's gonna come down to the wire, you know, with this game. It's gonna be a battle all throughout. Um but I think our defense is going to come up big in the end for us.
0: But Patrick, they got Trevor Lawrence and they got Calvin Ridley and they got Travis Etienne and they got Kristen Kirk and they got Ingram and their defense and Doug Peterson and they won a division. And Peter King thinks they're the number one damn team. Oh my goodness, in the entire AFC. How do you beat this juggernaut,
1: Patrick? In the trenches. That's where you beat him. Beat him in the trenches. Beat him in the trenches. Offensively. Our, our offensive line has to maintain. They, they, got, they got to give Anthony time to, you know, let things catch up to him, let plays develop, make it a little easier on him, keep him clean. Great holes for Hall and Jackson because they're not the powerhouses that JT is. JT can, can run through somebody and grab more yards. These guys need a little bit of green. Now I'm, I'm not—I know Jackson does. I'm not 100% on Hall just yet. I haven't seen him enough to say he—if he's a power back or if he's a space back. But regardless, that line has to do their job. Bottom line. And then on the defensive side, like you, like Country was just saying, they have a lot of weapons on offense. Our Defense has to be fast. They got to hit hard. And they got it. They they just have to stop them. So to me, it it starts and uh, starts and stops in the trenches. It, if they're moving us back, they're going to win. If we're moving them back, we're going to win.
0: Okay, um, <clears throat> I'll say this. I think it's really it really boils down to where we're playing, right? And I get it. We got a rookie quarterback. They have a very proven now entering his third-year quarterback in Trevor Lawrence. But, I mean, here over the last seven, eight years, we've been been splitting down the middle. We can't win in Jacksonville. They can't win in Indy. So I think that we have that going for us. I mean, last year we beat them at home still. Now it was kind of towards the end of the game, almost the last play, last drive at least, on a fourth down. Big pass and catch from Matt Ryan to Alec Pierce. But, moral of the story, we still beat them, right? And we know we were – a team that was not great last year. We had holes and issues everywhere, and we still were able to get that done. That doesn't mean that directly translates, but it just simply means that I like that that we have this in our favor. You know, last year, we went down there in week two, and it was a shit show. I was there, 24-0. Like this team didn't even know how to play football. Then a couple of weeks later, <laughs> they come come back to Indy, and it's like, oh, this we won. Like like we didn't just go get blanked a few weeks before. So it's weird how that works. But I really think that's going to help us out. I think the crowd early on will more so benefit Anthony Richardson than maybe even deter uh, Lawrence. And what I mean by that is it's just his, he gets to start his first game at home with a 60,000-plus with a cheering for him, rooting for him, and wanting him to do well versus being on the road with all kind of pressure and people booing him and yelling at him, and he don't have to worry about that. So um, I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt there. And I just think that Shane's got to uncork. If you want to win this, like he said, we're going to pass to score, run to win. So let it rip. And I was going back, and I watched a trivia question really quick. Who was Andrew Luck's first game against? Do you all remember?
1: Well, I'm going to have to say the Jags since we're talking about them.
0: Wrong. <laughs> Do you have <laughs> What about you? You got thoughts? I don't. Chicago Bears on the road. Andrew Luck was all over the place that game. We ended up losing that game. He had a couple picks, and I think he might have had 200 and something yards, almost 300 maybe. Moral of the story is he played like a rookie. So let's remember that. I can't I I have. I can remember Peyton Manning's first game. I want to say it was the Dolphins or, the, or it was – I think it was the Dolphins maybe. Maybe the Titans. I don't know. Moral of the story is – he played like a rookie. So let's not get crazy when Anthony Richardson plays like a rookie. But at the same token, I think we need him to play however he's going to play for us to even have a chance. So if that's two picks, one if that's two picks, one rushing touchdown and one receiving touchdown and 295 yards. We're not gonna talk about the particulars. We're just gonna be happy that he was able to have a complete game. So I'll just tell fans be patient. Another thing
2: I want to mention to that, the fans. Another thing I want to mention to the fans, too, is give Anthony Richardson the same respect that we did to Peyton Manning when he was here. Be quiet when the offense is on the field. Let the man work. Let the man do his communications. Let the man make his play calls in a silent area so they can hear the audibles. They can hear anything at the changing at the lines. Have that respect for him. That's highly, highly, highly needed, especially with him being a rookie. He has to communicate clearly. He's got to hear the play call. He's got to make sure he's confident on that field and we can help by staying quiet. I know the excitement's here. We have a potential generational quarterback back in Indianapolis. We just got to keep calm while he's on the field.
1: Yeah, that that's that's what home field advantage is. Is we're loud when their offense is on the on the field and we're quiet when our offense is on the field. Yeah. That's what home field advantage is.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So, I mean, it's exciting. Everybody's happy to be back. So we'll have some people who probably won't get that on the first couple drives, but let's settle into the game. Let's let's just let it play out. And I'll say this. We got seven captains on this team, right? Keys to victory are those seven captains being captains. Because we got young players like the Colts do not have a single player that will enter the season 30 years or beyond. So we're babies. I think our average – Our average age is somewhere in the 26-year-old range, I think, like if you average it all out. And so with that said, those are the things that we have to focus on. This is a young team, talking about his fans now. This is a young team, and we should expect them to have some moments of, oh, shit, that was a college-level play. Hell, it might have even been a high school-level play. (laughs) But there's so much talent. They're going to grow into their shoes, so to speak, as the season goes. We're not going to, you know, win or lose on Sunday. This game is not going to say in a year from now we're Super Bowl ready. We can go in there and spank Jacksonville. Don't think that that means Super Bowl (laughs) because this team is going to have some growing pains. Mm -hmm. But we just got to be prepared for that. Um, And so let's not start talking about Marvin Harrison Jr. already talking to one of our own old Carvey <laughs> in a group text today. <laughs> let's relax. Okay. Let's not, let's not get there. And then, I mean, I mean, if you want more fuel for the fire, people already have us as a lottery lecture, like picking number three overall. I don't mm-hmm. think we're that bad. You know what I mean? I know we're young, but I don't think we're that bad. So uh, we just got to see how that plays out. I, I don't agree with that one iota, but so, with that said, <laughs> let's switch gears slightly. Still sticking with the game, but slightly. Why are so many people so high on the Jags? Number one, Peter King has them number one in the AFC, like over, like over the cheese, Kansas over the City, Bank. Bills. Cincinnati. What can you make? And we talked to Peter King. Love the guy. Hope to get him back on now that we're with Sick Podcast Anvil because last we had him on before we had joined the network. I would love to hear him again, so maybe we can make that connection during the season. But how in the hell <laughs> do we get like a nine and eighteen? Mind you, they did not dominate. They they finished wrong, but they finished nine and eight, nine and eight, and now they're better than the Chiefs. Acosta, say something. Do something. I don't know. I'm confused. Headache.
2: Actually, <laughs> man, I just. I was flabbergasted when you sent that to man. Like, I was just like, what in the world? Because, I mean, it, yes, they're good. They have a lot of talent like we do. But I don't see them being – they've been together a little longer than this team has, yes, than the Colts have right now. But I don't see them being a top, you know, a top-tier team in the AFC as far as, like, the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals, like, in that tier. Like, I don't see – I think they're the tier below. They're still an up-and-coming team. I just really can't see – why in Doug Peterson's second year there that they're this powerhouse that they think they can be and I mean they could very well be who knows but I don't nine see and it Eight not Patrick
0: nine and eight bro like this is the th- like I said before when Tyler was on here and we had the meeting of the minds and everybody was kind of jabbing each other when we had when we had the rival show I was like what? nine and eight has never meant so much. <laughs> like nine and eight right now is like you're Super Bowl bound. Like this is nuts. <laughs>
1: like, it was. Talk to me, man. What's up? Then? It's it's just the expectations. That's all it is. You know. Fine, and, but it, you what? know you got J- Trevor Lawrence coming into his third year. Doug Peterson second. The combination works. They proved it. You know they got on a real hot streak last year. Towards the end, like you're saying, took the division. Um they was it is it Ridley Rick or who'd they get off suspension? Oh yeah, that's Ridley. Calvin Ridley. Ridley. Yeah, yeah, Calvin. Uh, you know, so mm-hmm. they got high expectations for him. You know, they've seen what Ann Grinkom do. Their their offensive line's pretty decent. I don't know much about their defensive line. So, but it's just expectations. That's all it Josh is. Allen.
0: As a an edge rusher, he's pretty solid. He uh, is solid. I don't know what's going really cool. going on in secondary. I, I can't speak to that. Um, I, I I don't know, man. I think it's they're really-
1: gonna. It, it, I think they got the talent around them to be competitive with just about mm-hmm. anybody if they come out and play. But I believe we do too, even though we're young. We get we got a first year coach, first year QB. Yeah, uh, you know we, we got a new offensive coordinator. We got a new offensive line. And we. Out got a whole new coaching staff. I think the, the, the two coaches from last year, Reggie Wayne and Cato June, everybody else gadaddled.
0: Brad you know? Gus is still there.
1: And, and Gus, yeah. Uh you know, so there's not a lot for people to look at the Colts and have those expectations because nobody's seen anything yet. I mean, that's all I get it.
0: it is. I get it. Um and maybe I'm, <laughs> maybe I'm just about to sound like a hater. So my bad to all the Jacksonville fans out there. But it just that shit don't even roll off the tongue, Jacksonville Jaguar. Like that's doesn't. I mean they they're synonymous with <laughs> stinking, bro. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's. I mean, I'm, come on, man. Like what the remember hell we is that we had that's their county. We had wrote we you know we had. Uh, so is, but I don't know. Oh my bad. We had read something last season. Um, we had talked about it like they, in like the last, what was it, decade, they had spent like a billion dollars on players and they still haven't become formidable. Like, so this is what I'm getting at. It's been been since 2014 since we won the division. We need to win the division so we can stop talking about shit like this. Cause this is ridiculous, bro. Like literally I've said this all offseason. We were nine and eight, two years ago, lost to them on the last week of the season. Didn't make the playoffs, got clowned. They go nine and eight squeak and win a division because the Titans is like caught like the worst. I don't know bug ever. We can't win. We can't stay healthy. And they lost seven straight while Jacksonville won seven straight, but they win the division and they're, now, crown champions. Like what, what? What did old boys Diddy Grease Say you crown their ass. <laughs> like, <they're not. laughs> and then I think we're gonna be like, <laughs> they are who uh. we thought they are. <laughs> like, no man. Like I just don't. It does not roll off the tongue. They are not ready for Kansas City, even though they played Kansas City in the playoffs last year. They're playing pretty tough. They're not Kansas City level. They're not even Bengal level. And don't get me wrong, Herbert and the boys. Absolutely laid an egg. I'm sure they are super salty about how that went down. They had that game in a bag and laid an egg. So take nothing from them. But we got to chill out with this Jacksonville talk. That's just my thoughts on that. <laughs> so not back to, to the game. The
2: ja- not to mention the Jaguars
0: were like the key candidate to go to London. <laughs> yeah, facts. Like, they, I don't know. That's, I'm just not ready. I'm not ready to be there yet. Again, I could be a hater because I'm ready for us to get back to where we need to be. 2014 is a long time ago. That's nearly a decade ago since we won the division that we built. Like, God we built sad. this division. Why Absolutely. That way. That's yeah, terrible. We built this division. So, we can't have that. <laughs> but anyway, getting back to the game, we kind of talked about the keys to the victory. Everybody touched on that. But one thing I think we have to really, really, really lock in on. What kind of coach is Shane Steichen? Now, we know what he is as an OC underneath Nick Sirianni, and we can give him all the accolades for Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown and Devonta Smith and everything they did last year. But what kind of coach is he on third and short? What kind of coach is he in the two-minute drill? What kind of coach is he just throughout the game? Is he like dinking and dunking? Are we going to take chunk plays? Are we going to take shots? that's key to watch because we knew what Frank was very methodical, very analytical, very conservative. supremely conservative play, play the right play, play the game out. And I think that's kind of what cost him his job. Cause you're watching all these other coaches around the league do what? We're going for the home run as much as we can. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. We're playing, yep. get big numbers, get big yards. Let's do it. And so it's going to be interesting to see, because I think people overthink a player and don't really think about who's coaching said player. So I think that's what we need to watch. Yeah, he's a, he's young, but Jalen Hurst was young too. And Justin Herbert was young too, talking about Ooh. when Shane Steichen had him. So let the boy play. I, I fully expect him to throw double-digit picks this year. I won't pick a number. But I would hope that he would have 10 more touchdowns and he has picks so if he throws 15 give me 25 shit if he throws 20 give me 30 now that's not a clip that you want to keep up but in year one I'm gonna take it that's showing me that you're letting him play football you're not trying to turn him into what something that he's not and I think that's where usually an athletic kid will steer and go
1: wrong that's just my thoughts how y'all feel about that I agree 100% with that I mean Ar is a freakish athlete. One that, man, about the only ones I can kind of compare him to is like Bo Jackson, Deion Sanders. You like know, an people, absolute, female. yeah, just right, right. just absolute stud at whatever the hell he does. So yeah. don't hold him back. Let him be him. Let him be that that superior athlete that's on the field let Damn. him make the plays that you brought him here to do yep yeah so i agree with your statement there 100 clyde
0: absolutely what's your thoughts on that country i absolutely
2: agree too and i just think this couldn't have came in a better time you know you have a very uh even though it's young you have a very veteran forwarded defense with you know all a lot of our key who are actually a lot of our captains on this defensive team, who retired last year, who all all but given up, Shane Steichen brings a young vibrance to this team. Shane Steichen brings, you know, aggressiveness to this team. We're not we're going to see the complete, almost the complete opposite of what we were seeing during the Frank Reich era in Indianapolis. I think this year, he's going to let Anthony play ball. He's going to tell Gus get let unleash that defense. He's going to you know make some aggressive. Downfield plays with Alec Pierce, Josh Downs. You know, it's going to be exciting to watch because he's, you know, he's definitely not one of these coaches that's going to just sit back. He's going to be like, you know, if the game's on. Hey, we're going to, we're going to put your, our foot on your throat. You know, it's going to be a cutthroat team this year. He's just that he's that aggressive he's that passionate and it's his first year he wants to make a name for himself as a head coach he said it in his opening presser he wants this more than anything he's wanted it more than anything to have this opportunity and he's not one that I feel in my opinion gets that you know or takes that you know for granted he wants to make a name for himself he wants to make a name for himself in this league and he's not going to do that by being conservative he's going to be aggressive I think he's even going to be probably slightly more aggressive in some ways than he was in Philly. Just because he has to make a name for himself. So, I mean, like we said in a couple of shows ago, we're in, we're in good hands, you know, coaching wise, QB wise, uh, all across the board, we're in good hands. I got a good faith in this new regime that we have.
1: Let me ask you a question, Acosta. At what point is being aggressive too aggressive?
2: When it's not working. <laughs> <laughs>
1: That's a,
0: that's a simple that's a, I feel like you wanted like a very sophisticated answer. It's like well, it, it's
1: it I did. I, I I wanted you know hey if it's if it's, oh, it's forward, a, yeah you better not go for it. I wanted would, I something. I wanted he's some a defensive meat. lineman I by heart. Meat on this plate, man.
0: He's a defensive <laughs> lineman by trade. Like hey, coach, quit quit standing me up. I want I want to be hands in the ground. That's not working. Yeah, like quit making me contain, Coach. Like, yes, let me get fact. in there, damn it. Let me go. But see, I, I say it like this, man. I'm, I'm gonna tackle two things quick. First off, you know, not why not coach Shane? Because Brandon Staley did it out there with the Chargers, and you know, mm-hmm. Zach Taylor did it with the Bengals, like they immediately changed the culture of them teams, and they became like like the Bengals were a, a laughing stock for years, and now the Bengals, the last couple. They went to the Super Bowl two years ago. Holy shit, right? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? The Chargers probably that had was
1: this close to winning it.
0: Yeah, and the Chargers should should probably have more success than they have already because they got Herbert. But you know they've they've lost a lot of tough games, but they're still talked about. So I say that to say yeah. why not, Coach Steichen? And and honestly, before we knew what those quarterbacks were, like those rosters were not whatever. Because you got to remind you, they they didn't like it was Burrow the first year, then they got Jamar chase. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, they they had Keenan Island and Mike Williams, but then they bring in Herbert and he's like, Oh yeah, this this kid is really as advertised. Right. So what I'm getting at is why not, why can't we have that same, that same type of approach to what may or may not happen. So that's what I'll be looking for with how he calls the game. That's something that we talked about so much last year on the show. How are they, how is the game being called? I know your offensive mind, but are you locked in on defense? Are you locked in on the entirety of the game? Or are you just worried about the next time you step on the field from the offensive side, that'll be something that we watch. So I think that that's, that's key. And the, the last thing I kind of really want to say <coughs> about Anthony and, and everything that's kind of going to what you were saying, Pat, about him being a phenom. I'm going to go back to when we watched him play against the Eagles. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm not being biased just because he's our, you know, guy. But I promise you, in that game, he shrunk the field. I've never seen a player shrink the field like that from the quarterback. Oh my strength. god. I mean, I know you oh can throw god. it all around, like Patrick Mahomes throws a field, but I'm talking about like he literally shrinks the field. So <laughs> mm. either whether he's getting a, a chunk of yards running or he throws a pass, they, they go tempo, it just looks different. I'm like, damn, like like that driver we went 80-something yards, end up getting a field goal, should have got a touchdown. Like that, he shrunk that field so quickly and people might say oh well it was a third and a fourth string that's not the point the point is you're not gonna be able to tackle him he's probably Mm -hmm. gonna always get eight to ten yards when he when he really has open field once he slows down the game and if you go back and look at that tape there were so many times where he could have ran and kept drives going there was passes that i won't say he missed but he was just like maybe the game was moving too fast so he didn't see people break open late once the game slows down good night I think Patrick Mahomes right now plays football, and it's like everybody else is in like negative two speed. (laughs) And Pat Mahomes is like playing in four speed because he sees everything. When Mm -hmm. Anthony develops to that, and I'm saying, Will, I'm going to manifest this because I think that he will. He's not going to Mark Russell or nobody like that. He's going to develop, and the game will slow down just because he's studious. The NFL's in trouble. Now, that sounds biased. Might not happen this year, but by year two and a half, pushing three, the league's in trouble. When he Mm gets 10, when he gets when this year he'll surpass all the college starts he had. You know what I mean? So he only had 13 college starts. If he plays the entire season, he'll end up with 17. So he'll he'll have more experience playing in the big leagues than he had in college. And the the game's gonna slow down at some point and it's game over. Just my thoughts. So before we wrap up and get out of here, because we're we going to do better. We're going to do better. We got to do what we always do, boys. Parting shots with score predictions. Pat, you up first.
1: Mm, score predictions. Yeah, come
0: on now. We did this all this last is, season.
1: This is going to be tough. Uh, 21-17, Colts. Ooh. All right. Yeah, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring game.
0: 21-17 Could be wrong. Costa.
2: 27-24 Colts. Oh, we bias on this
0: bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, shit. Oh, defense shots at the end. at the end of the game. This is my idea, but I hate to do it. All right, so here we go. 28. And some odd number 25. Jacks. But... But we're excited. We're excited with what we saw. And there's and there's a lot to build from. I'm gonna give them the credit that they're due. They're supposed to beat us. Cause if they don't, oh my god, watch Duval turn into a shanty town really quick. If they lose to the potential worst team in the NFL, like the the world is predicting, oh in week one, oh so. Not contradicting my keys to victory. I still think we need to do those things to win. But 28-25, Jax. I know. I bow my head in disgrace. We can't win them all, boys. I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> somebody gets an Omaha for that one.
0: Okay, fine. Omaha! But keep this in mind. We still haven't broke our home.
1: Our, our Not
0: even our home opener. We have not broke our week one, we got a W. I won't call it a curse. But situation quite yet. Cause last year don't count. Cause we tied. <laughs>
1: <laughs> was so go back stout. to what 2014 when we won the opener. Is Man, that it? I, that th- I think so. Sadly, like,
2: sadly, I was in person in Houston to see that tie happen. Yeah, that stinks. <laughs>
1: Jesus that <Christ>. was
0: <laughs>
2: you last... can turn
1: just a little bit harder. <laughs> last...
0: I had no voice. Oh my goodness. Last but not least, 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 least. Last but not least, 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 least. Acosta. 30 seconds. Pitch the Forge. Go.
2: The Forge tailgate, y'all. It's at the corner of South Street Meridian, across the, adjacent to the Slippery Noodle. Look for the RV. It'll have our logo on the back, home of uh, the Forge tailgate on the side, home of the anvil shot. We will have an actual anvil out there on, on a stand. People can hit it. We will do anvil shots. Uh, the featured dish for this game is barbecue Philly sliders. Oh, gotta get
0: there early, boy, because I ain't gonna. Yeah,
2: to yeah. I was gonna, They're not gonna last at all. So, big pat uh, will eat that. Big, <laughs> so, with, with, so, with that being said, big shout out to home to home gating. They're supplying the barbecue sauce for this event. Um, they're one of our sponsors for the tailgate, so we'll be using their barbecue sauce samples. Will be provided. Uh, if y'all wish to partake, if not, they will definitely be in the sliders. Um, but yeah, come out, have some drinks, have some good food, bang that anvil, and let's cheer these Colts to victory come Sunday. That was
0: definitely so- 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> so for, because of that, Pat, you get 30 seconds, not 60. Go. Say whatever you want to say.
1: Say what you uh, my say. Final thoughts?
0: Not really final Say thoughts. something. This okay, thing- that's all he gets. That's all he gets. Don't make me queue up Sammy. You're looking like you don't know what you know how to talk. I will I Sammy you. I will I Sammy do. you right now. You ready to go? <laughs>
1: yeah. no. Hey, you guys, let's just let's just have some fun. Um, you know, the, the expectations is for growth. Not a Super Bowl. You know, let's let's get the growth period out of the way and then we'll have those Super Bowl expectations. But let's have some fun.
0: Absolutely. And that is also our expectation growth for this show growth for this network come out support like subscribe to all things we'll have our dot cards you take an anvil shot you give us a sub we ain't playing around you feel me and with that sammy play us out of here
1: and that's a wrap hope you don't miss us too much until next time follow the sick podcast and bill show on youtube instagram facebook google play and apple Podcast.